When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is August 24th, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Isa. Here to talk about NXT, a pre-taped NXT. It wasn't live. I feel so robbed. Makes yeah. you feel more predetermined than, than usual, you know? It does, yeah. Well, you get, can always tell. Get used to the feeling. Get used to the feeling. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, why didn't I just watch a sitcom or an hour-long drama if I want to see something that's not being piped directly from a camera to a satellite to my television? <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I mean, this was a breather tonight. We had a very hot weekend of wrestling. I think NXT held its own with a very good takeover on Sunday, the end of an era. And now we're, we're in the in-between. Um, I think the Index Wedding is going to be the last of the classic NXT, right? I think that's going to be two weeks from tonight. So it's probably we're dressing going to be the up. We're dressing up for that show. I just want everybody. There you go. Oh, tuxedo and everything, huh? Bow tie? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But that's probably... Up. It's a wedding. But that's going to be part of this last batch of tapings. And mm-hmm. uh, who knows what lies beyond that. Yeah, I, I like that you said it was an in-between because that's what it felt like. I know that the new era doesn't really – I mean, they made it seem like the new era took place tonight, but it was the same CWC. It still mostly felt like the same type of NXT, uh, but I think the actual new era happens when they go live two weeks from now. And isn't it crazy? What was I talking about uh, the other night about how – well, with Samoa Joe, they've got – they don't have the next champ, but they've got a long line of guys to feed to them, and they were all all in that segment tonight. Like, <laughs> yes, they were. And I thought the match was almost going to happen tonight because did Pete Dunn resign? Does he have a new contract? Because I think that's going to dictate a lot about how that goes. Yeah, apparently there's big plans for him to be one of the top heels. So maybe they've uh, agreed on something. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Issa, what do you think of the show tonight? Um, I mean, yeah, like a breather from everything that we've been dealing with. I thought there was a couple of highs in this show. I did enjoy it, but I did try my best to stay away from spoilers. Um, mm. But there was a couple of things that I really liked, especially like the ending to Ted DiBiase and Cameron Grimes. I yeah. thought that was very well done and perfect. We'll get into it, but I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was must watch no, no. either. Yeah. Serviceable. Serviceable. Right. NXT opening up with Cameron Grimes. And Ted DiBiase coming out to celebrate the Million Dollar Championship. We'll talk more about what happened between them. Alfred, do we have any news tonight? Does anything happen in the world of wrestling? Yeah, a couple of things have happened. Uh, Well, let's start with the Raw rating first. Raw actually did its best numbers since January. Wow. Uh, They drew uh, 2.067 million, up 11.3%. But the first hour started pretty big with 2.1 million and then went down to 1.956 million by the third hour. So clearly that SummerSlam bump are really giving WWE something, a little something extra. And it's funny because during the pandemic era, there really weren't that many pay-per-view bumps because people just yeah. stopped watching yeah. wrestling. And the audience was what 
it was. But because SummerSlam was this hot show, it was kind of like, this is kind of like a post-WrestleMania show in some ways. Uh, but I think uh, one of the reasons for the number going down from the first to the third hour is all the big storylines coming out of storyline uh, SummerSlam were SmackDown mm-hmm. storylines mm-hmm. with Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch returning. So I think SmackDown will probably do a pretty big number this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah, of. Agreed. I mean, did they address either of those or did they just show replays last night? They, yeah, they, they definitely show replays, and they yeah, and they made sure to mention that they are going to be on SmackDown on Friday. I feel like SmackDown is going to be loaded for them, and um, I do think that on top of SummerSlam and the big returns that we saw at SummerSlam, I think wrestling is buzzing again, and that will give people an excuse to kind of like, well, let me see what's going on all over, not just in Dynamite because CM Punk returns, you know. So I did expect after so much hype around professional wrestling or sports entertainment this weekend. That's all of these shows are going to benefit from that. Yeah. Yeah. What else we got? Well, uh, Adam Cole is reportedly gone from WWE. (laughs) So the last we saw of Adam Cole was his main event match or a semi-main event match against Kyle O'Reilly at NXT TakeOver 36. He did lose that match. And according to Mike Johnson, a PW insider, Adam Cole is now gone from NXT and WWE. It was reported uh, Sunday night that this would be his last NXT match. It wasn't really made clear or it wasn't really known as to whether or not he'd be on the main roster or gone for AEW. But uh, for all intents and purposes, Adam Cole done with WWE and is a a favorite to land AEW. Issa? I'm not surprised. Um, I have to say, and I mean, I will assume that he did a pros and cons list and realized what's better for him <laughs> career and personal life-wise. Um, but I do think that's a big loss in WWE. Uh, it's Z saying thoughts on Cross's Marvin the Martian cosplay. Terry <laughs> Cross uh, had apparently had a short gig working for Ming the Merciless in between uh, NXT <laughs> Sunday and Monday Night on Raw. I think Adam Cole took one look at that and he was like, no, I'm done. I'm good. That might have been the straw. <laughs> yeah, my reaction to that cosplay is on my, it's on my Twitter. You can go look at it. I mean, did that, I only saw the photos online. I didn't think people were serious. Alfred, when I saw you tweet the photo, I was just like, this can't be really happening, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of you people know what's funny? That as soon as his music hits, I'm already like this. I'm already petrified for the guy because he just lost that, you know, the night before and, and they're treating him so weird in, in Raw that I'm already like, do I want to look up? And then I happen to look up and I'm like, what is this? What is going on? And I don't, I don't, I don't even, I don't have nothing to say. Whatever. I, I think this is a rip. I think they, they do this to mess with you. And if you don't push back, they're like, well, you get what you deserve, pal. You know, I mean, I, I I wish that's what it was, and that'd be crazy if it was. But it's just, I think it's just one of Vince McMahon's fatal flaws is when he gets excited about somebody or when he wants to really do something with the talent, he ends up just overdoing it and almost killing it. Like you know, it's it's just like what they did with Keith Lee, where Keith Lee comes onto the main roster. There are all these big plans. They put him in that goofy costume. He had the baggy oh, yeah. shorts. They change his music, and they just overthink these guys and. It's just uh, a guy who had such an easy formula that was not to be screwed with that all they've done since Karrion Cross won that title is screwed with him. And it's really unfortunate. And the suspenders bother me more than the mask, honestly. Yeah, the fact that he kept them on, the, too. The mask came off as he kept those suspenders on. I was like, why? Why? Right, right. Remember how, just, uh, how uh, cool he used to be? Like Yes. A long I mean, time ago. this looks like something rejected from Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren, like the live action version. Like this was bad. Yeah. 
It was really bad. <laughs> but the, what do you guys see for Adam Cole uh, uh, headed? To, where do you think he's going? Because, you know, the rumor is going to be AEW, but uh, do you see him anywhere else? What, what do you see uh, for Adam Cole's future? I, I am afraid for Adam Cole only because there's so many people coming into AEW right now that it's like, is this the right time to even go into AEW? You might get lost in the shuffle of people that are debuting and have the same luck that you would have had going to the main roster. That being said, Adam Cole knows some people pretty high up within AEW mm. that I would assume will be able to put him in an incredible storyline. I want I would like to see him go to AEW. I think he's got... He's got what what AEW is looking for more than what they're looking for in the main roster right now. I think they hot shot him Friday if they can contractually to oh, get him yeah. on the air. Well, and because in here contract is up reportedly. Is well, Friday. but Friday at twelve oh one midnight or Friday at eleven fifty nine p.m. midnight. That is a good point. I don't oh, know when on Friday. Uh, I don't know if they <laughs> wait that extra day. I mean, I don't know where he would slot in, but that'd be a lot of fun. That would be shades of the Monday Night Wars. Wouldn't you go have to debut that all out? Because you already kind of debuted Punk before that. Have a big person come out at All Out at some point will be interesting, especially the rumors say that Daniel Bryanson is going to be safe for the New York show. Yeah. Therefore, why not, if, if this is the case, why not have some fun and have Adam Cole come out at All Out? See, I think we've gotten the surprise. We had the surprise with Moxley. We've had some other debuts that were very telegraphed, right? Like Miro, I think we kind of knew that was happening. Brody, we knew that was happening. Punk, I mean, they did everything but take out skywriting over at the city of Chicago to let people know that was happening. I think we could use a surprise. So that way when Daniel Bryan, like, look, and here's the thing. No disrespect to Adam Cole, but Adam Cole is not CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. Adam Cole will get people buzzing and talking, but like the rumor, like, oh my God, Adam Cole is going to show up at All Out. Like those people are already buying that pay-per-view. Adam Cole is not moving the needle for anybody that's not excited about CM Punk. That's not excited about the AEW lineup. And that's an interesting point you bring up, Glenn, because Adam Cole, it is another version of a lot of what they already have in terms oh, yeah. of CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole. Do we need all four of them in the same company? Do they check the same boxes? Are they overlapping in terms of bringing in fans? Are we starting to get into uh, diminishing marginal returns where it's like, oh, another guy from 2005 ROH? Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I think Adam Cole is going to be a top star in AEW. It's everything Absolutely. like he said that they're looking for. He checks all these boxes, uh, and uh, he's going to be in AEW, but... Uh, at some point, they're going to need to kind of pivot away from this prototype because I think they've got plenty of Adam Cole types in AEW. And I think it's a good way to keep the momentum going because if they do this, look, look at the rating, which I think we're, uh, did that come out yesterday or are we going to talk about that tonight? Did the, break a, AEW. Well, yeah, it came out yesterday, yeah. Okay, so that broke a million. was like 1.1 right. 1. 1 and change. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is how they keep the momentum going because even if there is a, I mean, there's going to be a dip this week. But I think that they do that. It gets people so. talking. You think they're going to – they think their rating is going to grow Well, I don't this know. Week? I think their Wednesday night rating is – Wednesday is going to be huge. It's going to yeah, be big, yeah. I, I, Let's see what they advertise for Friday because they really don't tell you what you're going to see at Rampage until you watch on Wednesday. But I do think that AEW should see some successful numbers this week. And that's why I think Adam keeps that momentum going. Like he is momentum. People are talking about it. And look, if you had CM Punk one week, Adam Cole the next week, I guarantee you the third week – is the go home show going into all out? Like people are tuning. That would be Murphy. I think Murphy is gonna debut too, yeah. based on the date that he's able to debut. And I, I mean, I don't know, but I, that's where I see Adam Cole going. When it's a matter of when and how they do it. Hopefully, they book it, you know, the right way. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think for them, it's it's a it's a dominance move to get him on the air as soon as possible. 
sure. If he yeah. goes from TakeOver on Sunday to AEW Rampage on Friday, like WWE, yeah. WWE is going to be stoic publicly, but you know Triple H and some other people are going to be fuming. Yeah, especially given those reports that Vince McMahon himself met with Adam Cole and uh, apparently an attempt to get them to stay. Uh, clearly, WWE sees value in Adam Cole and him going to AEW, especially if it's this quickly, would would you know sting a little bit for a lot of people in WWE. I think maybe they gave Cross the mask. Maybe that was for Adam Cole. But you know, when they knew he wasn't resigning, they were like, "Okay, oh my I guess God. we got some great news for you, pal." Skipping <laughs> <laughs> just opened up. Uh, anything else in the news? Yes, uh, uh, we go from the whitest pro wrestling company in the world to one of the blackest cities in America as Atlanta will be hosting WWE Day One, a pay-per-view yeah. on New Year's Day. Uh, Nick Khan was doing that interview with um, Ariel Helwani of BT Sports, and he was talking about that day after crowd in terms of New Year's Day. People, uh, A lot of people want to see sports, and typically there are playoff games in college football. So WWE is going to go after that. Uh, with uh, J- January 1st, 2022 from State Farm Arena in Atlanta. They're going to have day one, WWE day one. You guys excited for a New Year's Day pay-per-view? If the Usos don't main event, what are we doing? <laughs> ah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> day one-ish, come on. It's, it's, it's right there for you. Um, I'm excited for that. I do agree. I think that that first of, of January is a day that you just want to sit at home and watch something entertaining. I think it's a good day. And most people are off sitting at home. You live in Atlanta. You have something to do now. John Jordan, $5, saying, Re-Adam Cole, why not Wednesday? I think he's contractually – I saw so Friday is the, is the word on the street. Yeah. That would be interesting. I mean, if they could do that for Rampage, then that's two weeks in a row on Rampage that they didn't necessarily advertise a big star being there. And two weeks in a row of a big star just showing up on Rampage will create a lot of, you know, natural momentum for that show in terms of anything can happen. Now, that will be a taped show uh, for a lot moving forward. So that's going to be a lot tougher to maintain that type of mystique. But that'll be really good for a show that really needs to have these type of moments to be established on Friday night at 10 p.m. as an A show. Yeah. Are they ta- so? Are they taping this week's rampage, or is this the last live one? Yeah, Not, are they taping this week's? It is taped. Yeah, so okay. it could be backstage. It's, next, it's the one next week. I think it's live from, you know, um, now arena. There you go. Uh, so should we get into it? Let's get into Let's it. Talk about tonight. Okay, so we Let's had Ted it. and Cameron Grimes opening up the show. Uh, they shot money at the audience. Uh, is it a coincidence that Cameron Grimes won the million dollar championship Sunday night and GameStop is up? <laughs> no, it is not a coincidence. Can't there are no coincidences. Exactly. Good celebration. Um, I, I mean, we might as well talk about this now, but th- this was the end. I mean, Ted uh, wished him well, drove off. Uh, Grimes gave him the million-dollar championship back. Ted said, no, you haven't. He exchanged it with a replica. Um, I guess, Issa, are you sad to see this come to an end? And what does Grimes do if he is no longer the million-dollar champion? I, I am a little sad that it's coming to an end, but I did, like I mentioned earlier, thought that it was the perfect send-off. It was funny. It was cute. Um, it, it keeps like an open door between the two of them. It, um, I don't know where Cameron Grimes goes from here, but he is so over with the crowd that you could really put him in the line for, I don't know, maybe the North American Championship. You know, I think that would be a nice... I think they need to do something with Asaya. Like, he hasn't defended it since he won it. So you have to start building somebody for that. Um, but, yeah, overall, I thought both segments were very well done. I have fun watching them, and, and it was funny that he gave him a replica back. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, Alfred, <laughs> what do you... Very funny. I'm sorry. 
No, no, I just thought that was hilarious. Like, once a heel, always a heel. And it made it less sad mm-hmm. that the visual of seeing Ted yeah. DiBiase leaving after all this great television they've made yeah. was kind of sad. And the fact that it ended like that made it really funny. And I like the fact that now Cameron Grimes eventually was going to outgrow that million-dollar title. He can only go so far. So now, hopefully, he can get a little further and compete for, like, the North American title, Cruiserweight title or whatnot, um, and be taken more seriously. You know what? Thinking about this, especially with Adam Cole not going to the main roster, I think Grimes goes to SmackDown or Raw sooner rather than later. I almost think there's nothing left for him to do in NXT now. How is he going to top this? If that's the case, put him on Raw. Raw needs all the help that he can get right now. Baron Corbin needs all the help he can get on Fridays. (laughs) That's on him. That's on him. Have you guys been seeing uh, Baron Corbin's social media? Apparently, he's on his way back. Yeah. Want a bunch of money gambling? No, 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 no. He lost it all. He was, he was that last he posted, he was at a cash only motel and he was down to a hundred again. Oh, no. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Hopefully, by Friday, he's gotten some money back. But (laughs) we'll see. But I am living for it. I'm like, I found myself refreshing his social media earlier. And I'm like, if you would have told me, I was going to be refreshing (laughs) freaking Baron Corbin. So, oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm telling you, I think Grimes has reached his apex, his pinnacle. LA Knight's moved on. I think Grimes might be in some tape stuff, but I see him going to the main roster. Unless they decide that he's just great TV, but I don't know how they top this storyline they just wrapped. This was a satisfying conclusion. Everything about this was good, the beginning, the middle, the end. But he relinquished the title. It's no longer an active title in NXT. He's not a champion anymore. Um, LA Knight's moving on to Samoa Joe potentially, or, or he's at least in that mix. I don't know. I, th- I think maybe he's uh, ready to graduate. Well, maybe creatively it would be hard to top what he's doing, but in terms of professionally, in terms of this character, like he's never really won. I don't think he's won a championship, has he? He might have won the North American. Title, I thought he was but... North American champion. I'm yeah, imagining he that was. he I definitely think... has bigger fish to fry in terms of going after a title, right. in terms of you know having a run in NXT because you know the million dollar championship is technically a title, but it's not a sanctioned title. It's more of kind of a joke, and he was doing a lot of the comedy stuff. So uh, you know, I would like to see him actually kind of pursue something a little more serious in NXT. But you know, I'd have no problem with him going to the main roster. It's just if he was on Raw, I can almost guarantee you he'd be in the twenty four seven mix because Vince yeah. would see how funny he was, oh, and he would just be a joke character. Who's North American champion right now? That is Reggie. No, no, not 24-7 North America. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Swerve Scott. It's Swerve Scott. That's right. the main event tonight. No, he didn't win win the North American title. I just looked it up. He never won it. So he hasn't won, technically speaking, any championships. Okay, so Legato del Fantasma and Hit Row are continuing. Like I've said, Cameron Grimes and Hit Row just take my money. Like, I, I will... I'll buy a, a DVD collection of that uh, yeah. that feud. It'll be so good. But they're they're not going to put him in the. He, we're not. I would love to see Grimes versus Samoa Joe. That ain't happening. Like not yeah, with yeah. the way that they're uh, doing the, building the competition there right now. I don't know. I think it'll be very interesting. Samoa Joe has a long list. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> gonna have to take a number to face. Yeah. Oh my God. I I think that would be so good. But I think you gotta take a number to face Samoa Joe right now. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people. I don't know why LA Knight is out there because he lost his match. Cameron Grimes really should be in that position challenging Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe ain't losing this title anytime soon unless it's to Pete Dunne uh, as part of a contract resigning. So just Lopez Buck ninety nine. Vince sees Heath Slater when he sees Grimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Which is why I think this is, Cameron Grimes is Vince's sweet. Like he is designed to appeal to what Vince McMahon finds funny and entertaining. Yeah. He's got the thick Southern accent. He is funny as hell and a great comedic actor. 
And those are all things that would you, get him on TV every week, but he wouldn't be chasing any titles. Yeah, no, he's like Heath Slater and Santino rolled into one. Like, yeah, yeah Vince, I think would be big, really big on Cameron. Um, first match tonight was Rich Holland versus Timothy Thatcher. So we had Pete Dunn out there. Uh, Pete Dunn in street clothes, man. Um, he looked nice today. I, I liked his he looked nice. Liked his, uh, his polo with the, all the way up, button up, invisible tie. Yeah, like he was going to lunch at a country club before. Or something. <laughs> yeah, it's looking. You know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rich Holland got this win. I mean, this this is interesting because we had. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch run out. We had uh, Champa out there. I mean, I just feel like they've got this class of like the brawler group at NXT. And it's interesting that they're all feuding with each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, very interesting. Yeah, but I found found the match a little boring. (laughs) I I couldn't get into it. I think I was more interested in their partners outside of the ring than I was into the actual action in the ring which I think is a little bit concerning, or maybe it's just yeah. because I still don't understand why these feuds are going on, you know, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but I personally could not get into this match. I watched it. It was a good match, of course, but it was just like, why should I be invested? Yeah, I felt it was very slow. I felt like it didn't really, mm-hmm. you know, do much, you know, of anything. Yeah, I, I don't think it was bad at all, but it was really just there. This is yeah. what I think is going to be a casualty of the new NXT. I do not think we're going to have the brawler class of smaller guys anymore. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, there are definitely smaller guys. Like we saw when we're going to get into it, win the NXT breakout tournament. So clearly there's still space. Well, smaller guys. I, but you know what I mean? But come on, he's oh, a but, superstar. Yeah. 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 And he's got great charisma and stuff like that, which, you know, that's, that's really what they should be looking for is the whole package in terms of personality wise too, regardless of size. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point in terms of the brawler uh, type that, you know, maybe that we've been accustomed to like a Tommaso Ciampa. Maybe, I don't know if we're going to see too much of that. Maybe. Uh, we did stick it for so it'll be September 14th, three weeks from tonight, the index wedding on NXT. Oh, very fun. Very I can't exciting. wait. I hope I'm invited. <laughs> would you would you go to Florida for that? Uh no. <laughs> probably already been taped. They probably taped it today because they're uh <laughs> yeah. these. Uh Casey Cadenzaro and Caden Carter versus Gigi Dolan and JC Jane with uh Gigi and JC taking the L tonight very confusing why 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 you put all these video packages around these girls and then all of a sudden you have them take an L because these girls on TikTok said they want to come <laughs> for the tag team titles like I'm sorry what and they did make a good point where are EO and Zoe like we yeah. haven't seen them oh yeah but that's 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 the women tag team titles period when these two girls showed up on TikTok saying the tag team titles haven't been defended I'm like which ones because yeah. none of these women tag team titles get defended. I didn't like that these girls took like had to lose today. Then I feel like I was actually starting to become invested in them, and then now they're losing. Didn't Casey and Caden also get a puzzling win over the reformed uh, Roger Stone brand? Was it last week or the week before yeah. with Frankie Monet? Like, are they getting a low key push? Like, this is interesting. Uh, maybe. Um, did Casey? Yeah, I guess they did. This very puzzling loss. And NXT's been doing this a little bit too much in terms of they'll bring somebody in and they'll have them win for a couple of weeks and then just beat them. And typically they'll just disappear. They did this with Frankie Monet. They did this with Saray. They did this with Zoe Stark. They, and where they'll go on a little bit of a run and they'll lose and disappear. And I've seen uh, Kylie Ray uh, tonight, and I'm sure they're going to do that with her at some point. And it's right. just very weird. Uh, how they do this uh, with a lot of their talent. They did this with Boa tonight. We're so dumb. Yeah. Beat him. 
So nice. like, where are we going I, with these storylines? I, I know they did something later with Mandy Rose to where that's probably the reason yeah. that now they're going to be with Mandy Rose. But I just don't like how a lot of these people in NXT lose before it even gets started. Yeah. If these two are getting a push, maybe they do get the tag team so that you can put EO back on a singles run instead of being in a tag team that is not doing anything for her. I just, I don't know. I'm a big fan of EO and if she feels so wasted ever since she came back in this run right now, even though she has a championship. Mm. Well, and so interesting that they had Raquel Gonzalez come out and cut this promo. Now they're building Raquel versus Kaylee Ray. Uh, but then Frankie Monet came out and put herself over up against Raquel. So it's interesting. I don't know. Like this really feels to me like, yeah, this is like, I don't even think they know. Um, you know, I don't think you know, like, like they, they, went, they went to triple H or whoever is in charge now. And they said, okay, who's the next contender for Raquel and Samoa Joe? And they just went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I sent everybody out there. That's how we felt today. I did like, seeing Frankie come out there and cut that promo, I was like, okay, maybe they maybe they take some time and, and build um, Kylie Ray so that way we can get to know her and maybe they do a Frankie and Raquel in between. Um, maybe that's what I was thinking. I don't know. It felt the same way with Samoa Joe where it's just like you still don't know which direction they're going to go in. Right. Yeah. This all feels very uncertain to me tonight. The tonight and mm -hmm. probably because the decision to batch tape these probably happened somewhat recently and a lot of this is thrown together and they only have so much time in the editing room to save this week before putting on the air maybe that's what it right. is is that while these shows are being taped they're like well let's just throw as many potential number one contenders against the wall as possible and then when we go live we'll just decide who out of that group gets to be number one contender <laughs> yeah well, I would love to see Frankie Monet in the title picture with Raquel Gonzalez. I think they will put on a banger of a match. Yeah. Um. So what happened next? You tell me, because I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we had the, well, then we had Kaylee Ray versus Veronica. Oh, yeah. Faraz. Yeah. Wait, she was uh, Valentina, though. Too. Valentina Faraz. Yes. Brazil's own. It says Veronica, Wrestling Inc., you got it wrong. It says Veronica, <laughs> Valentina. Uh, Kaylee Ray got a pretty easy win here. So the build for her continues. And then after we saw Gigi Dolan and JC Jane get recruited into Mandy Rose's cult or whatever it is she's got going on. Maybe it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, my God. She's going to start selling hair products and messaging all of her friends on Instagram. <laughs> that would and actually be a ever solid gimmick. Yeah, it would. But isn't that what all these girls on MLMs do? <laughs> they yeah. should have like a Mary Kay gimmick. Don't they have that Mary Kay MLM thing to where you get a Cadillac if you sell enough of them? They should do something like that. Uh, some pink car you get, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, don't act like you've never been messaged by somebody you haven't spoken to since high school. They'll be like, hey, girl, I see you. Do you know that I joined? Uh, no, I started my own business. And you're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mandy Rose right now, I guess. <laughs> With me, it's usually a Nigerian prince who, who sends me an email saying that they've got some plans for me. Yeah. But you Never have to send the money first. Yeah, right? send the money first, of course. Yeah. And your social security number. Of course. It's very important. Uh, so we had uh, Samoa Joe cutting a promo tonight and uh, a lot of interruptions. Pete Dunn came out. <laughs> LA Knight came out. Kyle O'Reilly came out. Oh, oh who's going to lose first to, to Samoa Joe? 
What'd Kyle O'Reilly's so lame. Kyle O'Reilly is so lame. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. No, you didn't think he sounded lame. Like he comes out there looking so basic. And he's like, I'm not here to bash you. And he's just like, shut up. Like I won the last undisputed match. Whatever. Listen, I was excited to see LA Knight, although he lost. So it didn't make sense to me that he was out there. But I can see him in that. I, I, I didn't think of that program until he came out. And then I was like, that would be a really good feud. That being said, I do think that Pete Dunne was the person that were building up for Carry On Cross until things took a drastic turn. So I, I, I would like to see I, I would like to see Pete Dunne and Samoa Joe. Who wouldn't? I think that would be an amazing match. Yeah, I think Pete Dunne's definitely the alpha of this group, uh, especially because at yeah. the end Ridge Holland came out and Ridge Holland is associated with Pete Dunne. And yeah, I, I, with Carol O'Reilly, like he, somebody finally called out LA Knight for trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. But of all people, like Kyle O'Reilly, he had such bad delivery in terms of what that was. And even Samoa Joe jumped in. He was like, oh, sick burn, dude. Sick burn. <laughs> I know. Like, just the God love Kyle O'Reilly. He's a great professional wrestler, which is in vogue right now. But everything else, my goodness. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to say Samoa Joe always looks great in gold. It's just a you know sight for sore eyes to see him holding that title. Three times. Three times. Yeah. Um <laughs> sorry, I'm was counting on three of the reins. Uh, yeah. So everyone came out with this tonight. Um yeah. It was okay. But I don't feel any heat. Maybe with Pete Dunne. Yeah. You know? I agree. This is not very... This is more like something they do on Raw. This really isn't a becoming of NXT to just have guy after guy after guy come out and challenge. They usually have their direction set up. And it's usually like after TakeOver, somebody will come out, a new challenger. And it's weird because now WWE, the main roster, is acting more like NXT where the past couple of pay-per-views, Roman Reigns' next challenger has come out, whether it was John Cena and now it's Brock Lesnar, and they set it up that way. That used to be an NXT staple. And now NXT is setting up their challengers by just having guys come up, which used to be a Raw staple. So it's weird to see NXT do this, uh, but I I do think that it's going to be Pete Dunne emerging from this. I just wish that they would have, because they've already been teasing that. I wish they would have done a better job establishing just Pete Dunne as the next contender. Excuse me, Alfred, but moving forward, I'd like for you to refer to him as Ponytail Brock Lesnar. Thank you. (laughs) So we know what generation Brock Lesnar it is. This is not just any Brock Lesnar, okay? (laughs) Not the cowboy hipster, just the Ponytail Brock Lesnar? Cowboy hipster, I love that. No, yeah, ponytail Brock Lesnar, please. Yeah, um, and I love Samoa Joe's promo because he's like, now I know that I gotta, you know, wash my back and this and that. And I, at the same time, I would expect like nobody to come out because they're all scared of Samoa Joe. I would have loved that too. <laughs> like, yeah. who out there is gonna challenge me next? And like crickets because it's they're quiet. like, you go to backstage and they're all sitting there like, not me. You wanna go? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay there. Somebody right? will come out. I'm sure. <laughs> Terry Allen Jr. 560 saying 2K22 release date and trailer. We saw really allows the team carrot to carefully develop features we demanded many years. I hope the 2K19 control scheme returns. I don't have high hopes for this, this game. I think the only reason why it got delayed is because they had to redo the whole roster. Yeah, probably. Yeah, a couple times. Mm-hmm. Probably. And, they can, and so they can scan ponytail Brock Lesnar the right way. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Odyssey Jones. Yes. In the finals of the NXT breakout tournament. And Carmelo Hayes, I mean, yes, Odyssey has size, but Carmelo, how can you look at that guy and not say he's a superstar in this match tonight? It was was pretty good. 
I loved it. I thought both these guys were superstars, but especially I loved Carmelo Hayes in this match, especially his facials and the story he was telling, like toward the end of the match where Odyssey was recovering from a big move he did and he just had to look scared and he, he just did a great job. I thought these two worked very well together and uh, and I just love, you know, either result would have been uh, very satisfying, but I thought it was pleasantly surprising to see Carmelo Hayes rise out of this because you know they're going to have plans for Odyssey Jones and the fact that they're giving all this to Carmelo Hayes right now, I think is very encouraging. I loved it. Yeah, me too. I, I, you guys know I was high on Carmelo Hayes. I'm the one who said he was going to make it to the end. I didn't think yeah. he was going to win. But that being said, I feel like that's what the breakout tournament should be about. Somebody like Odyssey Jones does not need this contract to get to a title shot. I guarantee you that he can find his way and build his way into it. If they don't even take him straight to the main roster right now, because the guy has charisma, has size, has everything. Where somebody like Carmelo Hayes is who you will want to see win a breakout tournament. I'm excited. I love the fact that he was like, I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to challenge right now. He told such a good story throughout the match. I love the way that he won because he felt very like how you would expect somebody that size to overcome somebody the size of Odyssey Jones. Very happy with how this whole thing turned out. I thought it would have been really funny if Odyssey Jones won this and they asked him, what title do you want to challenge for? And he said the Cruiserweight title. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> said, and I'm giving you a championship. You said any title, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, why not go for the Universal Championship at that point? You know, just so big. <laughs> this was a really good match, though, and I'm happy with the outcome. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I loved it. Good tournament. And we saw a lot of faces we're not familiar with. We'll see where they go with them. Yeah. I do like this NXT breakout tournament. This is really cool that they me do too. this with. To introduce, slowly introduce new blood in NXT, it's a really good way of doing that. I wish they did it with the women, because a lot of times they'll have somebody come out that you've never seen before just to kind of like do the job for somebody else you know like what happened with frankie monet and now with we're seeing him kylie ray where they're just wrestling people that we're not familiar with i think it will be an amazing idea to do a breakout tournament for the women yeah that's pretty much what the may young classic was and you know those were really cool and those were really good way yeah. of introducing a lot of new women to the roster that's how bianca belair came along and you know i, I don't know what Sh- it does it's not right um Kyrie, uh, Kyrie saying Shayna Freaking Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, all of these people. Raquel Gonzalez. Like, I would like to see the Mae Young Classic as a yearly thing. It seems like they always drop it for a little bit and then come back. And I know they're going to do the Queen of the Ring, but, I mean, the Mae Young Classic would be a great component to that. I think it's because women now have other options as well to where before that wasn't really a case. And you have so many companies working within each other. I'm so excited for Empower this weekend and see what they do. That's right. It is this weekend. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Ric uh, Flair is wrestling. <laughs> yes. Well, we need uh, the Mae Young Classic. So we uh, need the Mae Young Classic back so uh, Mae Ying can win the Mae Young Classic. Yes. <laughs> the Mae Ying Classic. Yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, come on. Too perfect, right? Uh, way too perfect. Way too perfect. Uh, so like Charlotte winning Queen of the Ring. Yes. <laughs> so Mae Ying was out with Boa tonight with a match against uh, Zion Quinn. No sign of Z Lee. Uh, Zion Quinn got the victory tonight. Why? What are we doing oh, here? You know what was funny about this is when he won and then he went to leave to the ramp and he saw Mei Ying and then he ran through the crowd. And he's like this big guy, looks like a shooter with the MMA gloves and everything. And he ran from uh, Mei Ying. Uh, but I, I was very shocked by this. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why Boa has to move like this. If they're going to go back to beating him with a stick because he needs to toughen up. But this is very weird. Oh my God. Beating him with a stick. That's what they were yeah, doing, remember, when they brought them in? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like green and I, 
I also said, why? What is happening here? There was a couple of results today that I was like pleasantly surprised with. And some of them I was like, but why? And this yeah. was one of them. Yeah. Are they going to do something with Zion Quinn or was this more about Boa losing? I don't think they no know what idea. they're going to do with anyone. It's true. <laughs> I mean, that was apparent tonight, right? Like I did not feel a real sense of momentum out of tonight's show. It really was like they flipped the coin in terms of deciding who was going to win each of these matches tonight. Yeah. Um, it, and this was interesting that we had Hit Row versus Legato Del Fantasma in a six-man tag. So no titles on the line tonight, but uh, this was not the end of this feud. Uh, perhaps a new beginning as Legato Del Fantasma looks like they might have a new member. Yes. With Electra okay. Lopez. Electra Lopez. Funny, I was on our IG uh, today earlier for strictly professional purposes. I was doing uh -huh. professional sure research. <laughs> but it's great to see her in NXT. It's funny because uh, me and Randy towered over Electra Lopez. So it's like, okay, like, what is she going to do? This doesn't really look very imposing. And then she pulled out that pipe. And so that was a, a really good touch. Yeah. What did you think of the match, Issa? Uh, the match was a lot of fun. I... I wasn't into this feud just because I felt like you didn't want to have either one of these teams lose, but I do think that Legado del Fantasma needed the win a lot more just because of the fact that they've lost, what, like the last 10 freaking matches yeah. <laughs> in a row, you know? I think the, 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 the swerve at the end, adding her to the, to the list and kind of like using that kind of like helped not... It didn't make Hit Row look bad, but I still cannot yeah. get enough of Hit Row. And I'm very curious to see if they're going to have these two women wrestle because I think that will yeah. be fun to see what she can do. Absolutely. I, I love this match. And I really love uh, Legado del Fantasma in terms of uh, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. I, every time I see him, I don't see enough of them. But when I do, I always get more excited about them. And I like that thing they were doing where they were rolling in and out of the ring over and over. That It's just so unorthodox, yeah. but they just kept doing it. And I really liked uh, them in the ring. They always overachieve what I'm expecting to see. So I, I thought this whole match was really good. And then they had that AJ Francis uh, or top dollar spot where he carried all three guys at the same time. Oh, very my God. That was insane. I loved I actually popped for that. I was like, how, this guy is such a star. Like, the way he did that. And he, he made it look so effortless. I'm like, how do you do yeah. that? He's just, like, walking around like he's just carrying the grocery bags, you know? Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when you want to make it all in one trip, like in my case, you don't yeah, want to come back to down the elevator. So you like grab everything. That <laughs> That's what it looked like. I thought it was, it was. Oh, yeah. that was a very, very good power spot. I thought that was good. Mm -hmm. yeah. This match was a lot of yeah. fun tonight. I like this feud. Not sad that the feud's continuing. I think it's still yeah, got a lot it's, of it's juice. It's now starting there. to finally get going, I feel like. And then it started to get invested into it. Feels like it's been going on for a while, but it's still yeah. entertaining. No, I mean, in terms of me, my personal interest, because like for the first half of this feud, it's like, wait, why are these two guys fighting each other? And then slowly because they started the telling the story. Yeah, because of the grill, yeah. Because but of the yeah. grill and the mask. But they're now starting to really add some parts to it, and I like it. See, I like what they did tonight. Seeing them in the ring, all of them like put that kind of match, that was fun. Now, now let's just like get serious with the promos and, and the backstage segments that we do and we can forget about the grill and the mask and just make it like a real feud. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. So an interesting episode tonight of NXT. Stuff happened. Some good, some bad. A little all over the place, right? A little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little bit. It was. 
serviceable is the right way to describe it. Like you said earlier, Glenn, like, okay, that was serviceable, but do you, do I text everybody? Like, I can't believe you didn't watch NXT. No, <laughs> I can know? believe you didn't watch NXT this week, but the Cameron Grimes, Ted DiBiase coming to a close. That's what makes me think he's going, he's leaving sooner rather than later. Like, yeah, well, we said that about Bronson Reed and <laughs> look how that ended up. Yeah, true. unfortunately. Oh man. I hope they don't do that with Cameron Grimes. Touche. No, I can't do that. Oh, I did love the money um, that Cameron Grimes threw at the crowd. I thought that was fun. The money. Oh, yeah. the, it, Beth Phoenix was like going crazy catching it and way better. was like, please. Yeah, her and Vic Joseph were like more excited <laughs> than the know. fans to get that fake money. It made me think it was real money, but it was like. I know. Do you see the pictures they posted holding the money? And it, yeah. Oh, my God. I love, I love Beth Phoenix so much. If they get rid of her in this revamp, like. I'm done. They I'm can't. off Tuesdays. Oh, that, that would suck. Yeah, she's been. They she's can't. so good. She's such a fun addition, and and she's grown so much commentary wise. But when she's just like out of character, just having fun, she's she adds a lot to it. I really enjoy her work. They better not get rid of her. A part of me thinks that she's gonna be the one who ruins the wedding between Index. Oh uh, no, uh, Alfred! <laughs> no, I don't know. All the ways. I think she's gonna officiate it. Oh. Yes, well, really Triple H should really officiate it, but you know, the way it's gonna come out, Gargano, right? When they say "speak now" or "forever hold your whatever," Gargano's gonna come out and, and complain about the wedding. Well, Gargano has to walk Indy to the ring because that's her dad walking the bride down well, the he's ring. He's not right? gonna do that, and she's just gonna walk wow. herself. Wow, that's sad. Maybe read. I know. Best see what happens. will officiate, walk them down the aisle. She'll be the <laughs> best woman, it. the best man. <laughs> She'll catch the roses when she throws it. <laughs> She'll do the toes. Like, Beth Phoenix is going to be everything. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it, everyone. So Friday night, will Adam Cole be on AEW Rampage? Tune in and find out. The three of us are going to be back tomorrow night. we got Dynamite coverage here with Alfred, Justin. Alfred and Justin. Alfred and Justin. Just the two of them. There you go. Two of us. What will CM Punk say? Tune in to find out. Alfred is at This Is Nasty. Issa is at NYC Dima Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, everybody. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.